let's face it, kind of the elf in the room too is organizations put value on their customers. And whether it's airlines, it could be in cable and entertainment, they, they may look at how long you've been a customer or how many miles, frequent flyer miles you have. And they know you are you were so much to our company that even if it's something easy, we want to provide the white glove treatment each and every time you call us. So when we recognize that Brian Bremer's calling this airline and your diamond status, you are going directly to an agent yeah. because we want to make sure that you have that high touch experience and that your all you know your customer satisfaction is at at the highest it could possibly be. All right, everyone, welcome back to No Hold Time. I have Eric here with me and Brian, who loves it whenever I point at him, so I'm gonna try not to do it. Can you guys believe it? They're letting us record more of these, and the feedback has been so awesome so far, thank you, that they moved us up a few floors, so we're moving on up. It'd be really cool to be able to record these from different places. We all go to events, so maybe we can do some of these at, at the events that we could talk to more customers. I know we officially do have some partners and customers signed on to, to join us, so everyone be ready for those. I Let's start this off with Brian. You get to pick the first topic. Nice, okay. Um, in the spirit of the podcast being no hold time, we talk a lot about automation. Mm -hmm. Let's pick on intelligent routing today. Let's be honest. You really can't automate everything and you probably shouldn't. That's probably the better way of putting that. You probably yeah. could automate everything. Um, so let's talk quite a bit today about intelligent routing. So how do we route calls from, you know, an automation or not from your employees, from your customers, from your partners, to get them to the right place at the right time with the right information and make sure that, you know, CX as a whole isn't just generally automation. Let's talk yeah. about customer experience in totality. So why don't, so why don't we start with automation first that. off, right? Is, is automation everything? And, and you've, you've, you've talked about it there quickly or hinted at it. Is it everything? Ideally, no. Um, and then get to intelligent routing and, and, the genesis of this podcast is us getting together after customer meetings. Eric, you and mm -hmm. I were just on the road. Yep. So why don't I why don't I ask you like what are, what are your thoughts? Automation is it everything? And then and then loop in the intelligent routing because I think that'll be part of the answer. Yeah, you know we've talked about employee experience and customer experience, and both are critically important. And when you talk about employee experience. What you're, what you're thinking about or, or, or looking at is, are we allowing customers to automate the easy and allow for your contact center agents or folks that are sitting in a office of a, you know, a branch of a bank mm -hmm. to take more of those complex inquiries, the ones that make them feel like when they solve the customer's issue, uh, it, it gives them that job satisfaction versus the same repetitive inquiries. So automation isn't everything. It should supplement or complement uh, your overall customer experience for your customer to be able to automate the easy. But when 
an agent or an employee is needed to help solve for that, there's a couple of ways you can look at it. And David, you mentioned it. We were just on the road, sat down with a COO of a, of a, of a bank, and it was a really, really interesting conversation. And, and she had used a term, uh, and I don't think I had quite put it in those in those words before, but she said, what we really want to do ultimately with our general customer care agents, so the agents that are sitting in corporate locations, they're outside of the branches, is to get them to a point where the inquiries that are coming in that need uh, a live agent assistance, that they're able to upskill mm-hmm. those agents to take those more complex inquiries. And it just kind of sat back and, and she talked a little bit more about where the she wants the branches to go and what they're doing inside their branches. In the past, and a lot of these are maybe rural cities where everyone knows everyone and they call into the branch and they, you know, they get a hold of someone that they're familiar with in their town. But they were asking some very general questions that their customer care centers could handle. And what she said is, we want, when someone needs assistance from a branch, we want this to become an in-person experience mm-hmm. because they're talking about wealth management. Uh, it's, these, it's these more high-touch, white-glove scenarios. Mm-hmm. So if they're calling in about their balance, we don't want to distract those branch employees with that call. Let's make sure we're intelligently routing them to their general customer care. But if they're calling in about wealth management, they want those branch employees to say, you know what, why don't you come in? Let's sit down and talk about it. So it was just a really interesting uh, perspective of where this this bank wants to take their customer care groups and branches is upskilling those agents to maybe eventually get to talking about wealth management or opening up a CD because those simple, easy to automate inquiries are now off their plate and leave those branch employees to those more in-person experiences. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I like that because it allows your customers or guests to feel like when they speak to someone, they have special tools or special uh, knowledge that, that that they can be helped. Um, so I, I really like that. And Brian, to talk a little bit more about the the routing is you know I have a perfect example. One of my one of my favorite customers that we work with is Vibrant Emotional Health. They support the uh, crisis and uh, crisis suicide prevention hotline, the NFL line, as well as NYC Well and other crisis intervention support. And so, uh, in their the way they support uh, communities is by getting people help as fast as possible, and also including specialized help. Right, and so that it goes about in different ways. Right, like depending on where they need the help or what kind of concerns they have. Like when we work with them, when we work with Vibrant, it's something that we always talk about is finding out how we can help someone as fast as possible. So there is no automation. The work that is being done is almost all before we answer the call, right? Like uh, we can, if, and this goes to a lot of other customers too, so not specific to, to Vibrant, but we can route depending on someone's telephone number, right? So if you want local help, but still on the phone, 
or if you ask one question like what kind of help you need, we can get you to someone like you were talking about just now, Eric, is specialized help with an agent or a counselor in Vibrance Help that can help with your specific needs. So um, I think that helps more with your guest or help seeker or customer experience in getting them the help they need, whatever the case may be, whether it's a mental health issue or banking, you know, that's also super important, right? People's money is very important. So getting specialized help as fast as possible, depending on those needs, uh, is, is the most important thing. And, and leaving those simpler tasks uh, to the automation, the IVA. I think the, the topic of crisis line and automation, such an interesting dynamic and Grant, you know, has been on a panel with us and, and it'd be awesome to have him on one of these things soon. It's such a, you're right. I mean, he says it best. He's like, I don't want automation. It's like, I want more people. It's like, it's just a different dynamic than a lot of us are used to that lived in the contact center mm -hmm. game yeah. for so long because it's such a, it's and such for a the, mindset. And for the tens of 15 people listening out there, Grant that Brian talks about is Grant, Grant Reeby, the CTO of Vibrant Emotional Health, who will be joining us in one of these, so stay tuned. But yeah, I agree. You know, in the healthcare space, I, I get the chance to talk to a lot of hospital systems and pharmacies and, and then all the way in the other spectrum, which is retail. And, you know, they all have unique things about them that uh, intelligent routing just helps. And I think it's important to think about those specifically when you talk about this, this conversation, this topic. Yeah. So like hospitals, right? Hospital systems have the gambit of, of inbound interactions. You've got a, some, you know, person sitting at the desk answering all the calls for the ER, you've got people who need to pay their bills, you've got nurses and doctors and providers trying to find out if their, um, you know, their labs are in or they need to come in for work or they got called in because some emergency. You just got all of these things. You got patients needing help on a variety of topics, whether it's post-discharge things or pre-entry surgery things. Yep. Um, automation can only do so much in that space, mm -hmm. right? In fact, if you add too much friction in that world, I think it's actually you know, disserving people in their prime. Like you talked about crisis. Mm -hmm. We talked about financial on a previous uh, variety of episodes. Healthcare is just the same, right? Like there's just certain things about people's lives you just don't want to mess with. And I think if you, if, you, if you can build automation to understand what they want to do, automation still has a great purpose. It's just like, let's get them to the right person instead of let's put them through a script to try to finish a self-service task. And I think that's, uh, that's important to talk a little bit about too. The, the retail side, you know, retail is such a, it's such a different bird. Like you've got people calling in because they need technical support on what they bought. They've got simple things like what time do you close and what's your return status. Yeah. But then you've got folks that, that, that want to learn about some very specialized thing. Like we've got a, a great partner, a client of ours mm -hmm. that does um, outdoor equipment and, uh, and tents and bikes and all kinds of things. And they've got an amazing way of doing it where they actually will, they've got a, to you said, you said upscale earlier, mm -hmm. 
they've got a group that is upskilled to take um, you into their warehouse. Like if you call in and you need help understanding how to put your tent together that you just spent a bunch of money on, they'll take you into the warehouse and video you in and show you how to do it. Like there's only so much automation you can yeah. do there, right? Yeah. But that's yeah. the cool do stuff. Do they do that for all customers or is it like a VIP gold member kind of deal? Or based Most on customers. You that's if you, awesome. That's an amazing customer yeah. experience. That's awesome. Yeah, can you imagine <laughs> stumbling and fumbling with this tent? And then just having someone to walk you through how to do it on the phone. Like there is a, there's an art to some of that. And you don't, you, you want to do automation to get, to get them to those agents. Yep. Like, what are you calling about? Have you tried this? Let me send you a link as well, but let's make sure you get your help that you needed. Let's route you to whatever the, the skill may be. Right. I think th those types of things are just different in the space and so unique, but those customers are loyal forever. Yeah. Because you just took care of them. Well, and you know, when we talk about intelligent routing, we're talking about getting customers to the right agent to help them the first time. But we always have to take a step back and talk about not just getting them to the right person, but with the right information. Right. Because let's face it, I mean, we are 20, 30, 40 years into contact centers, but to this day, how many times do you route? And you might have gotten to the right individual. So check mark there, but you get to them and you already provided information about who you are, why you're calling, and you get to that agent and they ask you, how may I help you? Can you please give me your account number or your phone number? So part of intelligent routing, you, the focus still needs to be on any information you know or you've gathered up front, making sure that's getting passed to that agent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's a part of the intelligent routing. Exactly. Right? Like we're getting them to the right place with the information. The right information. And the history of what yeah. happened. That's the worst customer experience when you input all sorts of things and then they get to you and then you have to start all over again. Yeah. Oh. The, the, the idea of like multi-skilled agents mm -hmm. was such a hot topic, yeah. you know, over the last 15 years. But I've seen, I've seen and talked to a lot of people that are going the other direction anymore, which is... Let's not try to boil the ocean and teach these people everything. Yeah. Now, technology can help them quite a bit more than it used to, yeah. like uh, CCAI uh -huh. and, and these things. Agent Assist. Contact Center AI yep. and even Gen AI to an extent can yeah. help you know, summarize the problem and give the agent tips to talk about. But there's something unique and special about talking to someone that you just trust. Like you trust that they are correct. They know what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. like healthcare is especially, right? Like it's my lab results. I don't want to talk to the guy at the front desk who, yeah. you know, takes 50,000 calls a day. Right. I think there's just, there's just a lot there that is so important about this space. Um, I've seen some cool tech in a lot of these shows lately that really helps these agents um, along the way. And it's, it's contact center AI technologies. Um, you know, they, whatever the, maybe it's an IVR or an IVA in front passes to those folks, mm -hmm. the call summary can be right there. Now it's really hard for an agent to read, <laughs> you know, five yeah. to 10 bullet points of what happened. Plus are they verified plus this plus that, but just having that in front of you available um, is going to, is going to continue to change the way that we talk to agents. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you think about agent attrition being anywhere, probably now at a hundred percent and 
organizations trying to figure out how do we keep our agents happy. So it's one thing to, you know, automate the easy, just to, you know, only send them the complex. But back to the whole upskilling topic, if you do allow, get away from the uh, jack of all trades, master of none type of concept and mm -hmm. say, look, we are going to specialize you as a technical support agent and we're going you're going to grow and you're going to learn about our products i mean there there's some agent education there there's that that upscaling upskilling effect and uh just job satisfaction of i'm the specialist for this you know i own this uh and and let's face it kind of the elf in the room too is organizations put value on their customers and whether it's airlines it could be in cable and entertainment, they they may look at how long you've been a customer or how many miles, frequent flyer miles you have, and they know you are you were so much to our company that even if it's something easy, we want to provide the white glove treatment each and every time you call us. So when we recognize that Brian Bremer's calling this airline and your diamond status you are going directly to an agent because yeah. we want to make sure that you have that high touch experience and that your all you know your customer satisfaction is at at the highest it could possibly be it's even in person too mm -hmm. like you you talk to i've talked to casino hosts mm. and hotel yeah. you know uh, people that run hotels and and they they do everything they can with RFID chips yeah. and you know the things in your the, your your player's card may tell the bar what your typical drink is when you're 14 to 20 feet away from the bar so that they can make it ready in case you walk up like even that's kind of intelligent routing right getting getting whatever information you have about these people to the right place even in person is such a, a different customer experience because you have this you have everyone has data right now there's so much out there and how you boil it down to identify white glove versus mid-tier versus one-time callers or one-time visitors or whatever completely changes the customer's experience. But like we said earlier, it brings people back. Yeah, well, in a casino, you can't miss if no. it's a high roller. No matter where that customer goes, that employee needs to know who they are and yeah. give them that treatment. Because the last thing you want to do is, you know, tick off one of your, your biggest spenders that are renting the $30,000 a night penthouse and they run across an employee in a different area, they have no idea who they are and they drop the ball. Yeah, well, that's, what, that's what's really exciting about what we do at Mosaics though is with the higher availability or wider range of data, right? Like that's what we do is understanding our customers' needs and taking the data that we're getting from their customers or guests or help seekers and having the best outcome and recommending the best outcomes for those guests so that our customers are viewed in the best light possible, right? That's what we do is making sure that the best outcomes are happening for our customers. I want to go back to automated uh, automation and routing more so automation on the healthcare side. One thing we didn't talk about mm -hmm. are outbound automation, like automated things that could help a uh, someone that is going to in for surgery or even a doctor's visit is, hey, you're, you're having a procedure tomorrow. You receive a text message that says, don't forget you're not allowed to eat after midnight. And 
this is where we're going to see you tomorrow, right? Because I talked about this in some of the previous episodes. You know, I, I took care of my mom uh, when she was really sick. And oftentimes, she would, it was during COVID too, mm-hmm. so she would have to go in and talk to someone and her, her English wasn't great, so she'd have to have a translator and that translator was from Venezuela. My mom was from Mexico and there's, you know, some things that would get lost from in, in translation. If I would have received a, a text that says, hey, don't forget, don't take this medicine tomorrow because this procedure is happening, that, that's part of the automation, right? It's not, it, it's avoiding me having to call in and waste a nurse's time where if they just send me a message the day before that says, don't forget, 5.30 tomorrow morning, this is happening, don't take this medicine, don't eat, then they've, they've valued that nurse's time because it was always the nurse that we spoke to whenever we forgot something. Allowing them to do something that's more important, maybe hands-on with a patient, than having to take a call from this lady's son who's taking care of them, right? So Mm -hmm. I think we talked about all of the automation whenever routing or taking care of whenever we reach out. But I think another thing that definitely needs to be talked about specifically in in healthcare or pre-appointment situations where they're there the day before you go into check into your favorite hotel, reach out and say, or your your favorite airline, Mm -hmm. hey, if you're not checking a bag tomorrow, You don't have to go to the front desk. Go straight to your. Go straight to security. Yeah. Uh, so that's something that our customers and, and people out there in this industry can do. Is it's sometimes reaching out ahead of time, letting your customers or guests know that you know they're coming, you know what's going on. Maybe give them some insight. And that, like personally, as a as a customer. That makes me that always makes me feel better that they're anticipating my visit, mm-hmm. whatever case it may be, hospital, hotel, airline, and that they're prepared for me. Yeah, it's interesting because we've been talking a lot about intelligent call routing, but there's almost intelligent in-person routing. Mm-hmm. So think about a situation where it's a retail pharmacy. You're in store, you just got your prescription filled, and now you're just waiting to pick it up. Well. Instead of standing there and waiting and asking, hey, when's it ready, or waiting for your name to be filled, if you're signed up for a program that says, hey, don't worry, we'll let you know when your prescription's ready. Mm-hmm. What you're doing is you're routing them <laughs> away from sitting in the pharmacy area yeah. to front of store where they're gonna go and maybe pick up a couple of groceries or just something they needed. So you're generating revenue, you're not having that that customer just sitting around waiting for their prescription, mm-hmm. and then once it's ready, automation is used to let them know, hey, you can walk back up to the pharmacy. So it's almost that intelligent in-person routing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of what I was referring to with the casino yeah. a little bit. Yeah, um, To pick on yours a little bit too, and, and take it back to kind of routing to the right people, if, if you needed help, to, when they told you don't take this medicine or when they when they informed you of your upcoming appointment and you and you made the call back or you agreed to the voice channel to, to be connected with someone it should tell that they should know why you're calling right, right. Mm-hmm. and that's the biggest key with all of this stuff they should understand hey David's calling because his mother had a text message yesterday three hours ago whatever it may be here's the context behind it and I 
I think brands, big brands, have figured this out. Yeah. I think they're you're starting to see a shift in the, you know, the middle tier companies to they understand the power of information. Um, it's when those small businesses mm-hmm. start to get it, and, and this technology gets to a point where anybody can use it, whether that's call summarization or you know we call it CTI, but data pass from yep. the, to, from automated system to people. It's going to be interesting to see if we ever get there. Yeah, I, I think because folks like you know, Amazon and Microsoft and Google and Oracle are doing this stuff, I think at some point they'll get into small medium business that this thing's going to. Intelligent routing is going to be a table stakes item at some point. Yeah, and in, in, when you were talking about, you know, if some you've out, had an outreach to a customer and they call you, you should know. And I just for for the audience, you know, we've talked about predictive intent, and really that's there. That's what that means is either we've reached out to you and you're calling back within a certain duration, likely because we made an yeah. outreach, or uh, you know, the other example that we use quite often is somebody's calling in to you and we know your bill's due in three days. Yeah, so we yeah. just ask you calling in to make a bill but or make a payment. But you're right. It seems like larger organizations have figured it out, but how does that, you know, go down market a little bit to those smaller, medium sized businesses? Yeah, I mean we started the we started the podcast saying you can't automate everything. Exactly. Right? So right. When, when we talk to a to. lot of our, you know, prospects, when we when we look for new clients, we go look, the reality is you can contain everybody. Like I can automate 98% of the calls by hanging up on them, right? <laughs> um, but you shouldn't, and that's a market share thing. And, and what we talk quite a bit about is aim for that 80% of the easiest questions. So we'll talk, talk retail, it's where is my stuff? Like that's half, that's 80% of their calls, especially if you do e-commerce. When you talk healthcare, it's where's my prescription or I need to make a refill. Like. Build the automation for that, but expect when you build business cases to, to self-serve between 20 to 50%. I mean, there's some obviously some use cases. Like yeah. I said earlier, gift cards can be yeah. 95% or higher, but that's where you want to aim. Um, and then you've got to balance it out with, is automation good for my consumers? Is it hurting my NPS CSAT customer effort score? And find that balance of uh, we call it a little bit of threshold of pain. Yeah, is how much do you want to automate versus and put your customers through customer versus effort. just get them to a rep. <laughs> but oh, by the way, you can only staff <laughs> so many people. So now hold times are seven minutes long. Like yeah. it's just a fine balance you have to think about when you do all that stuff. Barbara, I think you missed on a good opportunity to sell yourself, right? Eric said, how do these people do it? And the easy answer would have been, reach out to me, Brian Bremer at Mosaics, right? I'll throw, I'll throw a larger softball the next time, maybe volleyball sized. <laughs> yeah, because that's what we do. And you know, you do an amazing job of, of telling the story to customers and, and more specifically on your end perspective customers of, of how we can help because we've been we've been doing it for a long time Thanks. and specifically you guys have been doing it for a long time uh, so it's exciting like I said we we we're collecting more data which is allowing us to understand our customers customers better and taking your experience and making amazing recommendations and we've you know we've done some really amazing things this year I know You've had a really good year bringing in some really big customers that hopefully will will join us here on the podcast as we continue to record. Should we wrap? Let's, Let's wrap, wrap this one. Let's, Let's do, it. do it. All right. I'll wrap. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us. As we always, 
Uh, like, subscribe, comment, LinkedIn, whatever you can to get a hold of us. We love topics. We're going to run out of stuff to talk about, I'm afraid, at some point. So please uh, bring some advice. And then Eric, David, and I will see you all next time. Thanks. Thanks. I, I agree with you a lot. I don't know what you were talking about, but I'm going to say that anyway. <laughs> I just, uh, come on. I agree with you a lot. I don't know about what, but I do. <laughs> Thank you for enlightening me, David. Yeah. <laughs> Those are good points. <laughs>